You're listening to the HBCU CEO podcast. Dream big, win big. Um, tell me how, at this point, business development started to weave itself into the story. Yep. So the previous team had been um, bringing on sponsors in, in one manner, right? Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, the value of the sponsorship that they had gotten, uh, they weren't paying enough for the value that they were getting. So if you got a, you know, a, a stands that, you know, five, six, 7,000 people every weekend, um, you have vendors that are in there selling products, you have banners of sponsors that are there, you know, the value that you were getting from a revenue standpoint wasn't, wasn't high enough in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we re- redeveloped the decks, the presentations for the sponsors mm-hmm. and put a higher uh, cost on it. Um, we also went out and did a partnership with the local TV station mm-hmm. so that they could air our games. Um, and uh, they air tape delay, but they could air our games. Um, so that's more exposure for the partners. My uh, eyeballs on the, be- on the sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we were lucky enough that inside of our packages, and this is something I you know, learned over time, we were repackaging commercial time that was given to the team as a sponsor. So if we had 50 commercials that we were given as a part of the radio station being a part of it, we repackaged and purpose that and our sponsors are now embedded in there. There's a, there's, there's a value to that that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so our packages were different. And then um, the key thing was going out and getting a title partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so a title partner, name and rights on the field, um, exposure. So you are a true partner with the team. We want your employees to come out to the games. We'll give you special discount on ticket, all those things. So we need a big player to be able to really make this fruitful on the financial side. And so for the first year, it was honestly about staying alive and ensuring that we put a good product on the field so that all we had believers in the city. So how many people did this take and how much money did this cost? How much does it cost to run a football team? This is before the win, because I know it's a little different after the, the wins. But right now, how, is, how much is this costing? What is this looking like? Because you had just come off a terrible situation. Yeah, that's true. Oh, let, let's just put it this way. We, we moved in in 2010 and we're going to do this at a bare bones cost so if it, there weren't expenditures we we didn't need we couldn't do it mm-hmm. um, uh, as a matter of fact the the practice uniforms that we got were the uniforms from the dc team uh, we Partnership, were lucky- partnerships partnerships relationships yeah even better some we had an anonymous donor who bought our uniforms to get onto the field okay. so so we had help from from all angles we started bringing in some sponsor money um, i had to put in a lot of money um year one um, but but in general a i would say a to run a football team that plays over a 12-week period 
um, you it's probably about half a million dollars okay. to, to do that. How many people? So if you're just going to walk out um, cash, <laughs> you know, it costs about half a million dollars. We're able to reduce the, the true cash expenditure by sponsorships, um, by media, um, and by our food and, and beverage, because we got a significant portion of the food and bev that was sold in the arena, and then ticket sales. So those are the big buckets of dollars that you need in order to make sure you're, you're driving revenue in order to cover your costs. But that's why having the, the media was important to keep the fans engaged, to keep the attendance up, to keep um, people spending money and, and sponsors at the table, correct? That is correct. Yep, you needed it all. Um, and <laughs> coming in after a winning franchise, you know, um, once again, they didn't win any championships, but, but they had fans in the stands and it was exciting football. You had to put a product out there that that looked the part. Mm -hmm. uh, and now, mind you, I'm coming off of 2009 where we had four wins, knowing that this cannot be a four-win franchise. Mm -hmm. And so, one of the things that you know I am I'm proud of, and, and you know, I had a, I made a bet with the general manager because he said okay. that we're going to be very successful. We're going to win championships, and I was like, I hope so. But just in case let's tighten up the product and let's make sure we can stay on the field. Um, so at least break even. At, at, we're working on break even because, because mind you, when I was vetting the city, I'm also keeping the business hat on. What does the city need? I want to get as close to break even on the team such that I can talk to the city about supporting additional development. Mm -hmm. Quite honestly, looking at the city, it looked like my uh, old hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee, years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, right. So I've seen the model of how you bring a city, uh, you know, up to yeah, the, the metropolitan level. And so in my mind, I was already thinking, let's just get the football product ready so that I can go and start talking to the political side in order to try to help redevelop the city. So you're trying to raise your... Um, profile so you can change your position at the table and change the conversation. That's correct. Gotcha. So um, when did the when did the shift take place and it started to be fun? So we're you're talking about all laying down this foundation and you know putting all this effort in and building this machine. I know that we, as we opened you had all these rings. So when did the tables turn? When did it start getting fun? Yep. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll start with the first game because I was so nervous. And then I'll kind of take you through, you know, how we ended up being successful. So there was a team in, when we are in DC mm -hmm. that beat us so bad. <laughs> I, I say it beat us so bad that it broke the bus. So this is, so we, we, our team took a bus down to Columbus, Georgia and that week before that, we had um, we had lost another quarterback. Had got another quarterback had gotten hurt, so we took a new quarterback down to Columbus, Georgia, who was really a running back um, that could throw. Mm -hmm. And this is a really fast game, 
so we went down there to play this team that was, you know, supposed to be really good, but our defense was really good. So, yeah, we think we got a chance. I didn't go to that game. I think we lost about 76 to six. It's in the books. So we got beat down and, and players came back hurt. And then on the way back from uh, Georgia, the bus broke down. So, that's 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 rough to take, man. That's rough. Yeah, I think we lost some players that week. So they beat us down and they beat us up on purpose. So guess who the first team the Albany Panthers is gonna play? That team. That team from Columbus, Georgia, which ended up being our biggest rival just because of the proximity of Albany to Columbus. So that's the first game. So I be out, I was nervous. And I had my, my GM and my coach saying, you know, we, we've seen them on film. You know, we know our players. We, we're not nervous. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so inside, you're like, mm -hmm. we lost by 70 points. We lost by what? 70 points. We, we no, 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 no. The team, the last year. Yeah, so you're remembering that. You're, you're remembering, remembering all the that. last time with that. You're yeah, reliving that. And, yeah. and guess what we cannot have as the Albany Panthers on opening night? Not that lost. A beat down. New. No. All right. No. So, so I'm. You, you built know, all this up. You built all this machine, and then you, you built it all up. You know, no. Mm -hmm. New team coming in town. Got the new uniforms. Lights. Yeah. Everybody's glittering. It's all good. We get the ball first, right? I think first play, little small dump down. Second play, a go touchdown. <laughs> I have never been so, I mean, touchdown. You were screaming like. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> right. So then I'm in. I, in. I am in. We won this, that game. This, this is the football lover. Right now, this is the football lover came right out. Just went, hold on. Yeah, competitor. Like, competitor are we gonna, do we have a competitive product on the field? Yeah. Um, I've seen guys throw around and run with nobody hitting them. And I, and I saw our team practicing, you know, mm -hmm. fine. So yeah, so we were uh, we were off and running, year one. Eyes uh, lit up, heart got in it. Yeah, we uh, we won. I I you know I have the exact record, but I think we won our first six games, um, and we didn't lose a game until we went on the road, and I think when we were there, something happened with our quarterback. Might have gotten injured, you know, during the game, and we ended up uh, ended up losing the game, but it was a it was a good game, right? So so the season was great. On the field, the season was terrible. Off the field, you know, we were moving. We got put out of a hotel because, you know, the, the our sponsorship deal had ended. All these things were happening. We're looking for sponsors. All these things were happening, but happening. But we put a good product on the field. People were starting to, to come in droves, um, and we were still seeking our title partner. So we had to keep that happening. So we get to the playoffs. Um, I, I think we were the number two seed, so we had the best record in the league. So it was a four-team playoff. We got a home game and a team who had been in the league before, uh, one of the teams that I think had beaten us, I think we lost two games, had beaten us during the season, came in as the fourth seed to play us. And it was excitement, fans, everything filled. We lost the game, uh, we lost the game at home, 
we had a chance to win, um, you know, on the last play. And I think, you know, I, the, the pass got batted down or somewhere. And that team danced on our logo on the middle of the field. So that's how our first season ended. We thought we were going to win a championship the first year. That that's how good we. Were. You made it down to the to the wire, but just got snatched at the end. It got it was bad too, and they and they mistreated our field. You know, once once they had beaten us, um, and they went on to play the Columbus team, and got beat down. So so the Columbus team ended up winning the championship that year, um, but for us and me because. I was going to reassess all of this at the end of the season to see where we were and determine whether we were going to even play a, a year or two. Mm -hmm. um, because I knew we'd have to have more financial resources, more sponsorship, more tickets. So, so we, we immediately went to what does year two look like mode uh, for the season. But you had created the machine. You had the look and the feel. And now the business needed to catch up the business side needed to catch up with what was going on on the field. That's correct. So is the second year the year of the beginning of the rings or was it the <laughs> third year? It's the second year. So, uh, so we, we named the second year unfinished business. Um, this is you with your themes, right? This is, this is one of your, why do you use themes and why did you do that? What, what's the, what's the power in that? So I, I think you, you need a rallying cry for the troops. Um, and I, you know, for me, it felt like unfinished business, not only on the field, but in what we we're trying to do off the field. Um, but we had t-shirts made up. Now, before I, before I got the t-shirts made up, I was pulled to the side and told, hey, just, just let me know, we've had a season what we call unfinished business before. And we still didn't finish the business. And I said, new team, new owner, new general manager, new head coach. We need to finish this business this year. So we got the t-shirt made. So we enter the season. Uh, Indicative knew, of the overall theme. Yes. I'm kick butt. Yeah, we, we need to finish this and we need to finish everything that we started in year one. Sponsorships, growing attendance, um, we were, we were working on a new deal uh, with the city. Um, so we were gonna try to get a better rate for the venue and a better return for our percentage of food uh, service. So, so you we revisited the agreement to improve yeah. the profitability. Yeah, yes. So I, you know, so I understood it at that point. These are the, the things we need to do in order to get better. And we, uh, and we were gonna have to renegotiate and discuss this with the city. Um, so, so the politics were all involved there. Uh, and mind you, I had also at that point found a partner who was going to help us redevelop the city. So we revisit the link between the team. Again, this is about changing, raising your profile to change your position so you can change the conversation. During the season, was this an ongoing conversation or did you kind of wait until you got to the playoffs had raised your profile and then re-entered the conversation. So how, how was yeah. that working? Well, that first season was a lot of meeting, introducing myself to people, shaking hands. Because everybody loves people winning. When you win it, they all want to talk to you. Yep. And they want to come to the games. 
because there are teams in the league, that. yeah, but there were teams in the league that you know in the first year that didn't make it. Um, you know, so there are teams that were having financial difficulties, and it showed in the product on the field. Uh, so we could not be that. We had to at least look and make the experience at the game the best experience in the league. And we actually, that first year, we won an award from the league for having the best experience. We, had a, experience. we had a band, we had cheerleaders, we, you know. Uh, it was a good looking thing. It was you know, good They were product. great, you know, they were great. You know, met so many people, you know, I still, you know, consider friends to this day. So the experience when you got there was one of general wanting to win, but being hospitable. Um, you know, there were, you know, in the past, some racial tensions in that area, you know, between the city and the county and all those things. But when people were in the venue, everybody was for the Panthers. So was there intention on your part, CEO mindset? You're looking at all the pieces. Is those, are those relationships that you built through the desire of people to be around the winner? Was that intentional? Did you have an agenda? I did not have an agenda for fans um, or people that were just there. My agenda was more with city uh, management, uh, city council, and those things. And they were great people too. But my 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 role there was to help them understand that Albany, Georgia, could be an entertainment capital based on where it sits. And if you like this product then imagine what an expansion of something like this could be. You're bringing in jobs, you're having opportunities for people to move to the city, new tax base, all of these things is where the showing of this experience could, could grow. So that was the, you know, the model that I was trying to set and that was the discussion that I was trying to have. Knowing that it would have to be outside funding to come in and help that happen. So the, the real estate or the other development compensation yes. to bring money into the city to be able to support this initiative. That's correct. Built around, interestingly enough, built around a franchise football team. Like the, the impetus of the conversation was around a winning team. And around that nucleus, you were thinking, what can I attract to that nucleus, correct? Yeah, yeah, because there's no discussion <laughs> without, a, without a winning franchise. There's, just, there's no discussion. So. The, we had established we can win on the field. Um, we made it to the playoffs. Now, now we want to talk about what can we do in a bigger manner with the Civic Center being, you know, ground zero for all of this development. Because mm -hmm. my background is not football. My background is events, entertainment, and those things. And I have enough relationships that we can bring people down here to grow the entertainment piece of it. Mm -hmm. But what I need you to needed them to think about was what do we want this to be? So we laid out plans for renewable energy, mm -hmm. solar energy to be the key ingredient for developing downtown. And behind the scenes of all the football things that were happening, I had an investor willing to, to bring in up to $200 million into Albany, Georgia through renewable energy. 
and the the money that was coming off of the renewable energy would be put right back into into the city to buy historic buildings and repurpose those buildings build hotels and build places for when people came into the city for entertainment before mm -hmm. and after they could partake in the things that were happening there full-blown thing well excuse my naivete <laughs> but how do you make money off of that scenario like what well how do you see how are you seeing your role are you part owner in all of these other things like what what makes a good developer yeah but what's the so yes so we were we would be I, i'll say in, in simplicity we would be a co-developer in all of this mm -hmm. and so we would have a piece of what the development so would that would be. be a separate entity right so that would be there's the gate that separate entity separate entity would be stood up to be able to engage in these conversations um, and benefit or create partnerships, but through a separate entity. And we did that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we set up two entities. One was a management company and the other was the solar development company. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, people can look at the books. We have Flint River Solar Farms, Flint River Road through Albany, Georgia, um, and so Flint River Solar Farms was our solar entity in which we partnered with that larger investor to bring dollars. And they came down there several times uh, to meet with city management to, to confirm that they were interested and they wanted to, to do those things. So, so we were working behind the scenes. Um, I was leading most of that effort, but it was a political effort in order to try to rebuild the city. 